0: unmute everyone. And welcome back to episode 7 of Cheap Seats, the one and only sports podcast produced by the WDBC Dragon Broadcast Program. In the booth with me today, I got Jackson Bellinger. Hey, what's up? Dawson Wolfe is in the other booth. How's it going, Big D? And the one and only Dallas Romberg is sitting next to him.
1: How's it going, the only junior hero again?
0: Once again, Dallas Romberg is joining us, repping the Michigan sweatshirt today. I want to start it off talking some NBA trade rumors, talking some trade deadlines. I want to start it off with probably what I think is the biggest news coming out of the NBA. Let's kick it over to Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Nets. I'm trying to find it. Give me one more second. I got it right here. Nets deal. James hard. Harden. The Nets will get the Sixers 2022 first round pick unprotected. The Brooklyn Nets are trading James Harden to the Philadelphia 76ers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. sources tell ESPN. That is from the one and only Adrian Wojanowski. Another bomb coming in this afternoon. Um, let's just start getting some thoughts flying on that one.
2: Yeah, um, I really think that the Sixers got fleeced here. Um, giving up so much. You're giving out first-round picks. You're giving out probably your, one of the best perimeter shooters in the league in Seth Curry. Who's insanely consistent? Um, so you just trade him, uh, off-ball shooter, for one that's dominant with the ball. So it kind of hurts your spacing, and and you're just giving everything to Brooklyn right now. You're losing your picks too. It's a bad look for uh, Sixers right now. Another but, thing
0: uh, going to minute or going to Philadelphia is Paul Millsap. He will be leaving the Brooklyn Nets, heading over to Philly. Man, um, I, I got to agree with you, Jackson. I really think the 76 I really think this is a trade that could have gone both ways. I really think this is a trade that favors the Nets, or sorry, favors, yeah, the Nets are getting some really good players out of that. But James Harden, he's a ball-dominant player. He's going to help the 76ers. They're in win-now no, win mo, win mode right now. It's going to be fun to see how Simmons does in Brooklyn. It's going to be really fun to see how Harden does in Philadelphia.
3: Yeah, so um, I'm not a big basketball guy, but um, James Harden, you know, he's been in the league for years, and I think Philadelphia kind of, you know, screwed themselves here. You know, maybe Harden, you know, maybe five, ten years left in his career, but at the end of the day, he gave up so many young guns. You know, you're basically throwing yourself back into that rebuilding phase that Philadelphia was at trying to get out of a couple of years ago when they drafted Ben Simmons. And now they just gave everybody away and really easily all in one day. You know, they basically, you know, didn't, they got a couple good players, but at the end of the day, is it really worth it in the end? Because I know Philadelphia wanted Ben Simmons out like a year or two ago. And, you know, he was, you know, hesitant on playing, you know, and now, you know, he is – on the departure and he's going up to going up I 95 to Brooklyn New York and you know he's going to tear it up up there He got Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving you know it's going to be a great trio up there in Brooklyn now and you know maybe they will make a run this year and you know maybe Philly will get maybe Ben Simmons will uh give a hurt to the 76ers now you know all that crap that they were talking about him
0: earlier in the year kind uh, of go ahead I was gonna say, kind of moving on. Let's move to one that kind of affects us a little bit more locally. Man, the Pistons. Uh, Troy Weaver making another splash in the trade department. He's giving up trade Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, and multiple second-round picks. You know who they're getting? Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. Another amazing trick or another amazing trade fleeced by, fleeced by Troy Weaver. Man, that guy's done a great job at GM. He's gotten us some really good young talent. He's adding another one in Marvin Bagley. Bagley's an amazing player. I'm excited to see what he can do in Detroit. He just wanted out of Sacramento, and I think Detroit's really a great fit for him. Um. Yeah,
2: Um. his NBA career hasn't really panned out as what we hoped for when he was uh, from Duke, but as you said, he was in Sacramento. Sacramento's been just a, it's been a disaster since the past decade, and Hopefully with some better coaching from Dwayne Casey, he can turn into the star that we saw originally at Duke.
3: Yeah, so you know there are some finalizing things coming in here, but the latest report still up in the air. Los Angeles Lakers are talking with the Houston Rockets out of all teams to send Russell Westbrook to for Houston John for John Wall. Wow. Need that to happen. If Whoa, the Lakers,
2: Lakers want to make the playoffs, They could make it with Westbrook, but if they want to actually be competitive, they got to get a better point guard, one that is able to shoot on the perimeter. Because you have AD and Bron, who Bron is one of the best drivers probably ever in the NBA, and then you got AD, who's a good post player. And outside of that, you don't really have any uh, perimeter shooters, so you need to get John Wall, who can shoot from the perimeter and has the almost as good, if not better, playmaking ability as Westbrook. So I would love to see that happen for the Lakers.
0: Moving on from talking some NBA talk, I want to talk about the college basketball a little bit. We are about a month away from starting once again another March Madness. Man, those Auburn Tigers, they find a way to keep the games close. Finally, it came back to bite them in the behind, losing to Arkansas 80-76. to I know earlier this week I was saying Auburn's my pick to win it or to make it to the national championship. Man, those Tigers are making it interesting. Their first loss on the season. They are currently in first place in the SEC How do you think the top 25 is going to shake out after this week?
3: You know, we were talking about Auburn earlier this week on our sister podcast, Sweet Seats in SBC. And, you know, I said, you know, Auburn, you know, SEC is great for football, but not – there's maybe two good teams in the SEC for basketball. Yeah, you know, Southern sports is great, but basketball-wise, there's only three ranked teams in the SEC for basketball, and that's Auburn, Kentucky, and Tennessee. That's it. And looking at all these other conferences, Big Ten, they got four or five ranked teams. Big 12 has four. And, you know, Big East has five. At the end of the day, Auburn, man, Auburn was, you know, Auburn is... Auburn's Auburn you know they enjoyed it while they had it at the top and you know they haven't been back what at the top since like 19 something
0: something like that yeah, yeah they had that miracle run to the final four elite eight a couple years ago lost to Virginia the team that ended up being the national champions that year
3: yeah I don't think Auburn will be at back at the top the rest of the year after getting knocked off I really don't there's nobody really good in the SEC besides Kentucky who do
0: you think's going to be ranked number one after this week
3: you know, after looking at it, you know, I would think, you know, I hate to say it, but I think Gonzaga's going to take number one. And Purdue, yeah, Purdue, Purdue's had a couple of tough games here and there. You know, they're sitting at 20-3. and three, But, you know, if Gonzaga comes through with a good week, you know, there's they got one more, one less loss than what Purdue has right now. So I would think they'd take the top spot. Purdue would be at two, Arizona at three. I think, you know, Duke's gonna drop. Kentucky, Kansas is probably gonna go up to the sixth spot. You know, other than that, college basketball is getting interesting right now because it's starting to get down to that nitty gritty. Yep. And uh, there's a big, you know, I love watching college basketball.
2: I'm really sorry do. to butt in, but we actually have another big trade that's happened. Kristaps uh, Porzingis is heading out to Washington D.C. in return for Spencer Dinwiddie.
0: Man, this is there's a reason I pit cheap seats on the trade deadline for the NBA. <laughs> But no, going back to what you said, Dawson, you really can make an argument for any of these teams being number one. You can make an argument for Gonzaga being number one. You can make an argument for Purdue. But the team I want to look at is Arizona. They have two games coming up this weekend. They play tonight against Washington State, and then they play Saturday against Washington. Both Pac-12 games for Arizona. I could I could really see Purdue being number one. once again, it's really gonna be, you know, winning in the Big Ten on the road is probably one of the hardest things you can do in college basketball. Big Ten's always just gonna have those sneaky teams in there this year. Like you said, um, Gonzaga has a chance to be number one. I really think it's gonna be Gonzaga. I'm gonna flip it from you a little bit. I think they're gonna pit Arizona at number two, assuming they can take care of business in both those games this weekend. They'll have Purdue still sitting at three. Kentucky's going to be up there. Um, Michigan State's going to drop. I think Michigan State will probably sit about 20 yeah. after having that loss to Wisconsin on Tuesday.
2: Yeah, and Rutgers, in the le- Rutgers on the weekend. Yep. I mean, two bad losses in a row, that's yeah, going to drop you pretty far.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma knocked off
3: Texas, Texas Tech last night by 20, so Texas Tech's going to drop. I you're
0: happy about that going well, forward. I won't, I won't take Future sides. Future Sooner. But, yeah, Future I
3: Sooner yeah i am happy about that but texas tech is going to drop i wouldn't be because oklahoma is unranked so they would probably drop down i would probably say the wisconsin slot 14 but i mean this is you know college basketball rankings are not updated every day they're updated once a week so you know what might happen today you know like what we might predict today that could easily change by the end of the weekend because you know teams lose to other team tough teams in their conference and You know, that could easily change overnight. So let's, uh, I'm not sure if you have girls basketball, but, you know, we didn't give them as much light a couple weeks ago. So uh, girls basketball side.
0: uh, Man, those Michigan Wolverines, they
3: always find a way to win. Yeah, girls basketball is actually really good right now. You know, Michigan is up there in the top 10 currently at
0: um, number four. They have a huge game this weekend against Michigan State.
3: Oh, yeah, and, you know, they're currently behind a really strong Louisville Cardinal team. Stanford and, Stan- and South Carolina.
0: Yeah, those teams are all really North good. North Carolina State sitting at five, Arizona at six, Indiana at seven, Connecticut, Iowa State, Baylor, and Georgia Tech round out the top 11.
3: Yeah. And Man,
0: those Michigan Wolverines, so they yeah. always find a way to win.
3: Yeah, and, you know, not only is the Big Ten on the boys' side good, but the girls' side is also stellar and you know michigan has michigan state this weekend like you said derek and then their next ranked matchup is against number 15 maryland on next sunday and then they they're at home against state and then they rounded out against iowa so they got pretty you know good last couple weeks here before they get into the big 10 tournament on the women's side of things
0: dallas or jackson you got any thoughts on this
2: um not really i mean you summed it up pretty good
1: Women's basketball, not really my area of expertise in this field. It's more football is what I go for, so I'm going to let you all have that talk for it.
0: That actually transitions us perfectly into our next topic. Let's talk some NFL awards. The NFL honors are tonight. Um, I want to hear y'all's pick for MVP.
1: Aaron Rodgers. Aaron
0: Rodgers.
3: Mm, you know, I think Brady is one in and I think Rodgers is going to get it tonight. It's an outstanding, se- outstanding season, even though he kind of, uh, you know, lost to his 49ers, his beloved 49ers that he just loves to beat in the
0: first r- first round. And I
3: think Rodgers is going to take it home. Uh, that's going to be
0: great for Aaron Rodgers. I, th- I think it's going to be Rodgers. I really do. Rodgers played another phenomenal season man Brady played a phenomenal season it's really shocked to see Brady retire but a player I kind of want to bring into the limelight I don't think he's gonna win it but I think he hasn't gotten enough talking about it I'm talking about Cooper Cup playing in the game Sunday Cooper Cup played 17 games this year he had 145 receptions for 1,947 yards 16 touches He averaged about 114.5 yards per game. Another um, player you can bring in is um, Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts. But like we've said multiple times, it's really a quarterback award. It's not the most valuable player for their team. It's who's the best player, who's had the best stats in the season. Cooper Cup won the Triple Crown for receivers this year. I really think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but I think more respect should be pit towards Cooper Cup.
2: Um, Yeah. If I mean Jonathan Taylor, I mean he had a great season, but it wasn't anything earth shattering.
0: Compare Jonathan Taylor to Derrick Henry last year. Yeah, he, and
2: Derrick Henry's better.
0: Which Derrick Henry did not win M V P it yeah, was Jonathan. Exactly. It was um Aaron Rodgers who won M V P.
2: Yeah, and, and this wasn't anything like we haven't seen before. It's not like, oh, he had a two thousand five hundred yards or something. But just not like not big enough to actually get the M V P. Uh Cooper Cope has a good uh, he has a good uh. Good what am I shot, saying a yeah. good argument to say because he won the triple crown as, like the third time ever? I'm pretty sure, and that is good, but I don't think it's going to get you past uh, Aaron Rodgers or Brady. And, I'll and at just, the end of the day, it is a quarterback award.
3: I, w- I will, you know, Derek, you were saying, you know, about, you know, all Taylor and stuff, but at the end of the day, those guys you also have to realize are rookies, and you know, there's other awards that are given out tonight that will be in that rookie category like the rookie of the year, which you know, Taylor is up for. And, you know, I think he has a shot at winning that. But uh Jamar Chase, I
0: think, is gonna win that one. Moving on, you transition. Man, we're having perfect transitions to it. Offensive rookie of the year, it's between two names in my opinion. Jamar Chase and Mac Jones, quarterback for the New England Patriots.
2: Jamar Chase.
0: Jamar Chase. Jamar
1: Chase. He just had an absolutely amazing season this year. I mean, coming in as a rookie and getting to a Super Bowl with even a young quarterback like Joe Burrow facing down the Chiefs, you saw the game. It was just how they did it. It was amazing. They took him to OT, and they were able to hold him out and just win that game by sheer force and luck, I'm pretty sure.
3: I wish wish they gave like a – you know, best kicker award, you know, for the honors. Because McPherson for the Bengals, man, he's been clutch. He's a rookie.
0: He's been amazing,
3: yeah. yeah. He's a rookie, you know, being able to, you know, three for three.
0: He's the reason they beat the Titans and the Chiefs back-to-back weeks, honestly.
3: And the Raiders.
0: And you're 100% right about the Raiders. Three for three.
3: And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I think, you know, Jamar Chase coming in, you know, to the Bengals organization really had quite the chemistry with Joe Burrow already, you know, being teammates at LSU, winning that national championship together in 2019, and, you know, being able to go forward and really take the AFC North by storm and get the, man, oh, man, Bengals, will we Another, yeah.
0: another Woj bomb just came in. Going back to the NBA for a second. Oh, boy. Boston is sending guard Dennis Schroeder to the Houston Rockets in deal that will include Ennis Freedom and Bruno Fernando. And the L.A. Lakers trade is off. So, Russell Westbrook will stay a Los Angeles Laker. Wow. Pain. Wow. That is, that is a big Adrian one. Adrian Wojnarowski with those
3: Woj bombs today. Well, you know, geez, you know, the Lakers had a prime... <sighs> prime time you know to get all this stuff taken care of and they decide to
0: man lakers fans are hurting tonight man those houston Rockets still going out to get a good great guard in dennis schroeder he'll be able to help the rebuild a lot help be able to help out Jalen green but going back to um the nfl for a second who do you think going to win offensive sorry defensive rookie of the year micah
1: parsons, Mika parsons yeah.
0: micah parsons micah parsons
3: in, oh, he's had a great year
0: on he's, the Dallas Cowboys. I man. I don't like the Cowboys. I hate.
3: It's America's team, man. I, like I
0: I I do not like complimenting them, but you can't look past Micah Parsons. He's gonna win it. Um, let's move on to Offensive Player of the Year: Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor? It's a toss up. F- flip Cooper a coin. Cup. Someone someone flip a coin, and that's who we're
2: going with. Uh, we've see, we've oh. seen we've the, seen. Here's the thing: we've seen what Jonathan Taylor did. We've seen us. Tens of times before we've only seen a triple crown three times, or yeah. yeah, three times counting this year. So I think Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper is gonna be hard to beat.
3: You know.
1: I mean, Jonathan Taylor absolutely went off this year again. But you know what Cooper Cup did this year with Matthew Stafford coming in to the Rams? It's like they had an instant connection early on, and you everybody saw it, and it made that team so much more dangerous, even with the defense already. But now that that offense is just clicking together, their run game's looking good, their pass game's looking good. It's just, it's going to be hard to beat them going in, and I think Cooper Cup's the, the clear winner for.
2: Yeah, if they had a running back award, then yeah, Jonathan Taylor would get it. But
0: just total offense, it's uh, it's Cooper Cup. Okay, let's move on to the elephant in the room. Sunday, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth on the call for Super Bowl Fifty Six. My favorite, the L.A. Rams. Playing away game in SoFi Stadium. Man, it feels weird saying that. They will officially be the away team in their home stadium. Cincinnati Bengals will play host at SoFi Stadium for Super Bowl 56. Who are you taking in that game? Rams. I got to
3: go with my AFC North team, Cincinnati Bengals. D-
0: Dallas?
1: I, I personally have to say the Rams. I mean, big Stafford fan and just, yeah. That's basically the reason.
0: I, uh, dare who? Man, it's 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 hard to count out Cincinnati. I really think it's going to be a close close game. I really think that it's going to go be a back-and-forth game. Cincinnati's played great as being the underdogs all year. I got to take the L.A. Rams, though. I really feel like the crowd, even though L.A. is the away team, I think they're going to have... A big home field advantage in this one, playing at SoFi Stadium. Matt Stafford's looked great this off or this postseason. Um, Cooper Cup's been continuing to his thing to do his thing. The defense has been doing amazing. I think it's gonna be a close one. I'm taking the Rams, though. I will say this: uh, so there's only two teams in the AFC
3: North that have won a Super Bowl, and that's the Ravens and that's the Steelers. So the Bengals are having a chance to break that you know drought. And they, this is their second Super Bowl appearance all time. So, and I like what the coach is doing for Cincinnati, dedicating that game ball every game, you know, throughout the playoffs to the city of Cincinnati. I've never seen the city of Cincinnati, Ohio, come together like they have for this Bengals playoff run. My whole lifetime.
0: Man, I know we've talked. We talked about it on Tuesday on Sweet Seats with just the city of Detroit and how loud and how much energy they're gonna bring when finally a Detroit team's able to be in the postseason again. That's what Cincinnati's been able to do. Like I said, it's hard to say not say Cincinnati. They've played phenomenal. Joe Burrow's played phenomenal. He's going to be one of the favorites for MVP next year, I believe. Jamar Chase, he's going to be Offensive Rookie of the Year. It's going to be named tonight. But it's just you, you can't go against the Rams. They're probably one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. It's going to be a great matchup. I was saying this morning, this is probably going to be one of the best, if not the best Super Bowl, besides 28-3 to 3 in our lifetime.
3: Yeah, and I will even, you know, hot take right here. But, you know, Stafford Stafford. He has a good game. He has a bad game. And he has a trend here as of lately. Play a really great game. Starts off slow in the next game. You know, throwing picks. The one game I watched, he had three picks in the first quarter. And, you know, you can't be doing that in the Super Bowl. And, you know, Stafford does have that trend. You know, having a good game, you know, he's not consistent. You know, he can have – you know, he goes back and forth. And I really think Cincinnati's going to go into California, they're going to get that Super Bowl title, and they're going to bring it back to Cincinnati, Ohio, Joe Burrow in his second year, and they're going to have an all-out party.
2: I just think the Rams – because. Um, I can't remember who it was, but uh, who was it that sacked Burrow nine times in a game? Yeah. Was it the Chiefs? Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs D-line had Burrow running for his life the entire day, and they still came out with a win, obviously, but he's going to be facing Aaron Donald. He's going to be trying to get through J- Uh, <clears throat> Jalen Ramsey, and I just don't think that's going to work. Uh, Jalen Ramsey versus Jamar Chase is going to be fun to watch, but... I just think uh, Joe Burrow, he'll probably break even. He'll get sacked a bunch, but he might score a lot. Um, On the other side, I don't really see anyone stopping Cooper Cup for uh, the Bengals, though. I don't see anyone stopping really just the entire Rams
0: offense in general, so that's why I got to go with the Rams. With that being said, that will wrap up Episode 7 of Cheap Seats. It's going to be interesting this Sunday game. Like I said, I really think it's going to be one of the best games we have seen in a long time. One more bomb for the day. The Knicks, their trade has been declined. It's been confirmed um, that Davis Bertrands is the one being sent to the Mavericks in the Spencer Did- Spencer Dinwiddie-Christophs-Porzingis trade. So Porzingis is going to Washington, and Dinwiddie and Bertrands are going to the Dallas Mavericks. Some help for Luca. So, with that being said, that will wrap up episode seven. I want to thank Dawson, Dallas, and Jackson. Thank you for joining me on episode seven. Make sure to tune in on episode eight in a couple weeks, where we will recap the big game and talk some NHL hockey. We'll see you all then.